It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. It is Monday afternoon. The phone number 547-1610. The email 610KONA.com. Bottom line page. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at bottom line 610. Parlor, the bottom line 610. And our free app. Through mobile is available, Google Play and Apple stores. Rob and Ed hanging with you, and we're going to kick things off, Ed, with our poll question for today. All right. uh, Which, in light of another trial getting underway with Moderna and the National Institute for Health, another 30,000 will be tested with Moderna's uh, vaccine. Our question today is a simple one. Which of these would you feel more comfortable taking upon approval from the FDA through studies, clinical trials, and the results? Would you feel more comfortable taking a vaccine, or would you feel comfortable taking a prescription drug treatment? And the reason for that, and the way the question is presented the way it is, is there have been treatments that have been put forward with some successful results, And we, of course, as many other people, are following the efficacy of these vaccination trials. We know that with the flu, which we're not comparing COVID-19 to, but using the flu as an example, there are drug treatments available as well as a vaccine. Some people prefer to go the drug treatment route if they get the flu instead of the vaccine because of how they respond to it. Um, I can tell you point blank that I've had a flu vaccine in the past, and I've had an adverse result a reaction to it. I've also had the flu vaccine in the past, and I've still gotten the flu. And I've had the, the flu drug treatments, Tamiflu and, and, and other things like that. Um, and quite honestly, when the flu vaccine works, it's great. I've never had a problem with the drug treatment when I've had the flu and gone on, the, on, on Tamiflu or anything like that. So... It really comes down to a personal preference of what would you feel more comfortable with once we've seen enough information from the FDA and so on and so forth. We're going right to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Howard in Richland. Uh, real quick on the vaccine, I'll say I'm a little bit nervous about it since they're uh, skipping animal testing in order to fast track it to uh, human use. And then uh, I'm going to blow up the show and back up to the last hour and agree with Ed that the uh, property tax valuation here went up in double digits. Um, I know there's a way you can appeal that, but I didn't appeal it. Um, I wasn't so sure I'd win the appeal. Uh, I I would invite you guys to have Bill Spencer on, who's the uh, county assessor and uh, close relation uh, uh, Ken Spencer is the county treasurer. Uh, so another example of families uh, helping run county government. I'd have those two on and have them discuss uh, valuations and, and also the need that, you know, you got to limit these increases to single digits in a given year. 
not double digits. There's no way people on a fixed income, uh, which thankfully I'm not on that yet, but there's no way people can keep up with that. Thanks for appreciate the call, Howard. Appreciate yep. it. 547-1610, if you would like to get involved. And I know when, when I think it was the second time the increases went up, I believe you may have had the opportunity to talk with Bill Spencer about yes. that and that he had said that it was getting in line with um, the rest of the state as far as property valuations and so on and so forth, that Benton County had been well behind the curve for a long period of time on the valuations and that this was kind of getting us more in line. Which could very well be the case. However, if you put into the equation the report that the Washington Policy Center came out with that states that a number uh, of these places around the state have bumped up the property values to pay for uh, the excessive costs of school bonds that were undervalued in the beginning or underestimated, I should say, in the beginning, then you start to wonder, you know, if other places in the state were doing this, that we were just catching up with them. I don't know that that's all that good. Either five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. So getting back to the 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 COVID conundrum here, there's there's other pieces to to this discussion, uh, not just reactions to vaccines and treatments. Um, let's be real. The president pushed hydroxychloroquine, and remdesivir. Therefore, a chunk of the country dismissed it because orange man bad. Whether it is a viable option or not is still being figured out. There are also plenty of people out there who are anti-vaxxers. Doesn't matter for, you know, any of it. You know, forget the the flu and, and potential COVID vaccine. They're just against vaccines, period, for a number of reasons. Some are religious. Some are just, that's how they feel. So there's more dynamics to this than, than just what's on the surface, I think. 547-1610, back to the phones. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, this is Michelle from Pasco. Hi, Michelle. What's um, going on? Let me turn you off so you don't echo. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. No problem. Um, no, I, I called a couple of weeks ago about a nebulizer treatment that goes specifically to the lungs and was used on a preemie baby and a 60-year-old woman with two kinds of cancer, had radiation, and was on chemo. And both of them recovered with this nebulizer treatment that is a steroid. And I think that is one of the ones that um, is being considered. And the reason is it goes directly to the lungs. If you take it orally or you're given it by IV in the hospital, it suppresses your whole immune system. But if you take it just to the lungs, it, it suppresses the reaction in the lungs long enough for your body to catch up and stop overreacting um, when you first come in. And to me, and the other point was the vaccine keeps mutating, I guess it's mutated 243 times, 
So when you get a vaccine, it's not covering all the mutations. And like you mentioned, you got flu anyway, and um, it, it, it's kind of a, a crapshoot. And in some of these vaccines are developed with DNA from human beings. And a lupus got passed along in a vaccine not long ago. I forget which one it was because it used um, DNA from somebody else and lupus is inherited. So when this person got it and had none of it in his family, they knew to zero in on something else and it was the vaccine. So I'm not big on vaccines and the least invasive way to fix the body. Um, all the coronas respond to steroidal treatments. That's why Taiwan has done so well, and they don't have an ability to social distance. So uh, that's my two cents. Thanks for the time. You bet. Thank you for the call. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Oh, they didn't want to hang around. 547-1610 is the number, 509-547-1610. You know, another another thing that I think is, is worth mentioning in this discussion is and again i'm not pro or con you know either side i want to get more information about both but i know that one of the things that some people say is when it comes to the flu and yes i know covid's not the flu but just as an example you go in get your flu shot and chances are you're set and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. Some people still get sick with that. And the same argument can be made with the treatments. Some people are not going to respond to treatments. So it, there's a little bit of a convenience aspect to getting a vaccine, um, you know, on that side of the argument. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Mary from Kennewick. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. The other thing, though, is the vaccines, like the Moderna one coming out, it's a messenger RNA one that is incubated with fetal parts, where the one in Oxford that's coming out is egg chicken stuff, and then there's the live vaccines. So some people can't have a live vaccine. Some people have a moral objection to the messenger RNA ones. And some people are allergic to eggs. <laughs> so it, it's a difficult, it's a, it's, it's difficult. It, it is. Just say that. Absolutely. Appreciate the call, Mary, as always. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. That's why we're having the discussion is it's a difficult discussion there. You can come up with pros and cons to both sides. What's your take? 547-1610. Going to take a time out back with more calls. On the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Speak your piece. Call 509 547 1610. More of the bottom line presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. 547 1610 509 547 1610. Let's go right to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Art here from Kennewick. Just a little bit on the, you know, taxes for the houses. Uh, you know, I, I realize, you know, the tax assessor has a job to do, and I, and we appreciate that. But I'll tell you a story of what happened to me years ago. I, a tax assessor came in and let him in the house and so forth, gave him a cup of coffee. And uh, anyway, my house might have been a little bit undervalued before, but boy, I got the... 
I got the tax bill a month or two later, and boy, it had gone up quite a bit. So what has happened uh, since then, uh, you know, you don't have to let those assessors into the house. Uh, uh, just uh, go ahead and uh, let them ring the bell. And, uh, you know, if you want them to come in, go ahead and let them in. But if you've, uh, say, put in uh, uh, nice fixtures, you know, in your kitchen, uh, quartz on the counters, or maybe you put in hardwood floors and stuff, boy, they'll come in and they'll look at that and they can put the value of a house up quite a bit. Although I realize, you know, they do have a job to do. and uh, But, you know, the taxes are so doggone high, and with schools and everything, it's pretty, it's pretty well financed by taxes. So you don't have to let them in the house, and I don't anymore. But uh, I, I still appreciate they have to do their job. Thank you. Appreciate the call. 547-1610 is the number. And, you know, I, I have... I have uh, my wife and I have owned our home for a number of years and we have never seen or talked to in person an assessor and the assessed value of our home, the building, the structure has not changed. It's always been the land that it sits on and and that's you know, part of the issue. Five, four, seven, one, six, ten is the number if you'd like to join the conversation Vaccine or treatment? COVID-19. Okay. There, there, there are treatments that are being used across the country uh, that are showing promise. Uh, there are a number of entities that are working on a vaccine, including University of Washington and others. When it comes right down to it, if a treatment and a vaccine are approved by the FDA or when they are approved, which will you choose? And it's, it's for some people, it's not an easy choice, I think, because there's pros and cons to both. You know, some people, some people have a problem with Bill Gates being in charge of, you know, a group that is working on a vaccine. You know, some people, uh, you know, have, have an issue with, hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir because the president said it worked, you know, whatever, whatever the reason is, you know, people are going to have a a reason. It's nice to have a choice. Let's get that out right up front. It's good that we will probably most likely have a choice to, you know, either choose a vaccine or a treatment much like we do with the flu but which will you take? Five four seven one six ten is the number. You know, it's interesting. So when you get into the debate over a vaccine and a treatment, more often than not, you can find an effective treatment before you find an effective vaccine. Um, the vaccine needs to go through a lot of trials, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age. Mm-hmm in order to find out what those side effects are going to be. Um, With a prescription drug plan or a drug treatment, you look at a drug or potentially a combination of drugs that have been effective on certain things that could have similarity, see if one or a combination, what those side effects will be, 
it, it, it goes a little bit faster because, well, those drugs are already there. They already exist. You're, mm-hmm. not, you're not starting from the ground up. Um, you can find out the side effects faster, and you can find out the potential harm faster as well. Um, to me, I think part of that question comes down to people's comfort with something old versus something new, as well as a lot of things out there regarding vaccines and questions about if there are any ulterior motives. Um, when it comes to a prescription and a pill, it's more difficult to throw a conspiracy theory behind it than it is with a vaccine. Like they're also injecting a microchip? Right. Things like that. Um, you know, with vaccines, and as, as Mary alluded to earlier, you know, there are some that you do wind up having a risk for allergy to, not to mention there can be efficacy issues with vaccines. Did you know how did this batch come out? Did this batch work as well as the previous batch? Um, we've seen some vaccines recalled for that reason, or been told the public's been told this batch is not as effective because of this, 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 and this. Where with the pill, <clears throat> it's pretty straight across. It's very, you know, it's not very often you hear that, oh, this batch of pills isn't going to be as effective as this batch of pills. Um, not to mention people may feel more comfortable going to the pharmacy, getting this and taking this combination because they can do it at home. And it's more, you, you associate more with a closer level of treatment than you do a vaccine. At least that's my opinion. Um, to me, I would probably feel more comfortable with the treatment simply because I can look up a lot more information on a particular drug because it's out there than I can on a vaccine that's going through a testing process. And then even when it's done, how much information are you going to get? And it's not saying I'm not saying that anything negative against vaccines in general, but when you have a wealth of information that you can look at, okay, what is, you know, what is hydroxychloroquine going to do when combined with this? What's it going to do on its own? What what potentially is added if this is a cocktail? Uh, what is what is remdesivir? What side effects could I potentially have based on other medications I may currently take? I can look up all that information on my own. I can find that out. I can even talk to the pharmacist or my doctor at the same time. Can't do that with a vaccine necessarily. So. Me personally, I would probably give more credence to the treatment first. Now, next year, I might have a different opinion once the vaccine is out and been clinically tested and has gone through the trials and so on and so forth. But that's just my opinion. What is your opinion? 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. And you can also answer it on our Twitter page, at bottom line 610 at 610kona radio. 
Which of these would you feel more comfortable taking upon approval from the FDA through studies, clinical trials, and the results a vaccine or a prescription drug treatment? A lot of people have got involved so far. Why don't you do as well? Bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. News Radio 610 KMA. It's the bottom line on your Monday afternoon. Swing by CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. Look, if you're back to work and you're having a tough time getting that energy back, stop by and talk to them about CB Go. It is one of the newest all-natural products from CBD American Shaman. It's made from CBG, which is from CBD oil, and their nanotechnology breaks it down so that you can process it a lot faster. CBD oil, it's kind of thick. The nanotechnology makes it water-soluble so it gets into your body faster and you start feeling those effects even quicker. It's all natural. No caffeine, no sugar. can give you that energy boost you're looking for. So the brand new product at CBD American Shaman, CB Go. Make sure you stop by and check it out. I've been using it for weeks now, and I'll tell you what, no crashes, no negative side effects for me. Why don't you find out if it'll work for you at CBD American Shaman of Clearwater and Kennewick across from the Grain Elevator. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is your 10-second health tip from Donnie K in Kennewick. Hit us, Donnie. I just want to say, forget about vaccines, forget about big pharma treatments. All you need is apple cider vinegar with the mother. Take that twice a day, once in the morning, just a little shot, once at night. It regulates your blood pressure. It'll help you lose weight. It'll keep you from viruses and bacteria. People, please do what Granny did. Take apple cider vinegar. And don't worry about pandemics. Thanks for the God call. Bless you all. Appreciate it. 547-1610 if you want to get involved. It actually does have a lot of different positive applications, apple cider vinegar. And I do appreciate that take, but that's not one of the options that we're... Uh, what, wasn't one on... of the options. But you know what else? You know what <laughs> apple cider vinegar is also great for? Tell me. Preparing ribs before you put them on the grill. <laughs> It is fantastic when it comes. You you, you put it. You so, do a little. You do a little base to apple cider vinegar before you put the rub on, and oh yeah, it's fantastic. So it not only has medicinal value, it's got great food value as well. Kind of like marijuana. Anyway, let's, I would uh, not use marijuana as part of my rub ever. Just throwing that out there. You're up at the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Max calling in from Kennewick. What's going on, Max? I would definitely pick the vaccine because sometimes if a virus gets a hold of you, by the time you get treatment and it takes hold, you can be one sick puppy. Unless I was a person who is one of these hypersensitive types that everything bothers me, uh, or I have lots of allergies or that kind of thing, it's a no-brainer, in my opinion. And I would like to add on there that we need to open everything back up. Even if we get a vaccine, you're still going to have risks when you do that. We've become like these wimpy little people that hide in the corner. We don't want any risks. We want guarantees from the government and the health authorities and everybody that no one's going to die and no one's going to get sick. And that ain't the real world. Never has, never will be. I've heard the Kennewick teachers don't want to go back to school as well. And, it, and we may not have school in the fall because of that. 
I'll talk to you off the air. Thanks. Bye. Thanks right. for the call, Max. Going along to you're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K O N A. Your name? Where are you calling from today? Hi, it's Ryan from Richland. What's up, Ryan? Hey, I have a question for you. Um, why do we keep calling it the coronavirus vaccine? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't it just be a shot, just like the flu? Because it's going to mutate. And why don't we have more conversations like that guy, that gentleman you just had up about just boosting your immune system, like? A thousand percent or whatever, you know, the apple cider vinegar guy. Why don't we just do more stuff like that and see if that works before we start throwing shots at people? That you know, that's that's a, that's all part of the discussion. Ryan, appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And that's that's what we're doing on this show is we're having a discussion on what you think. And some people think that that's the best way to go. Some people. Uh, you know, like Max says, he's going to he's going to, you know, angle towards the vaccine. You know, Mary said no to the vaccine, probably treatment. You know, it, that's the that's the part of this that, you know, not a lot of places are talking about is that we it, it looks like we're going to have options and we're lucky in that if, in that effect, because there's some countries that they're not going to have options. They are going to be forced to take a vaccine or they won't have the vaccine or access to it. So they're going to have to rely on either medications or natural supplements, you know, and and see if if that works. I will say this, and um, I'm not picking on Max at all, uh, because I think that's that's a you know, that's what what he said is as good a reason as any of the others that I've heard. The only question that I would have is that when we are seeing and hearing that there are different versions of COVID-19, even within the United States, the flu is always a guessing game because of the mutations. And, you know, I have, you know, I have had some flu seasons where me personally have had the flu shot and have not had any symptoms. I have had other seasons where I have taken the flu shot and I've still gotten it. And there are some times where I don't take the flu shot that season and don't get sick. So to me, the vaccine isn't necessarily, you know, the wonder, the wonder drug either. You know, this, this, the remdesivir and hydroxychloroquine combination that is an option and and people might it might work you know do you know rob that it is that combination is being administered locally right now to people in in ERs in mm-hmm. our area and it is showing good effects with some people they have to add a third uh drug to the equation but the hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir and i'm not pushing that don't hear me. I'm not pushing that, but it is being that is being used right now locally with some good results. Is it as good as the vaccine? Not as good? Don't know. We don't have the vaccine yet, but we do have access to hydroxychloroquine and remdesivir, and it's being given to people in the ICU, like the the worst off people, and it is showing good side effects. 547-1610 if you'd like to join the conversation. You know, one thing to keep in mind too and this is this is the unfortunate element of the politicizing of this is you know, we've seen and heard 
more stories about the benefits that hydroxychloroquine has had on people than the negative aspects. But because it was suggested by you know, Orange Man Bad, there was this out-and-out determination to discredit it. And as a result, what they did was they put countless lives at risk because of their politi- petty politicizing. And that is not how it's supposed to work. You take it for what it's worth, you see if it works, and you go from there. You don't immediately begin to try and discredit something because you don't like the person that brought it up. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, your name, where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Art from uh, Kennewick again here. I, uh, I've i been doing this for probably about 35, 40 years. I, uh, I used to get some bad flus where it landed me in the, in the hospital a couple times, and my mother read a report that things from the great family really helped. So in the uh, last 35, 40 years, I've been taking uh, anything from the great family, raisins, uh, grape juice, uh, people who like a glass of wine, that'll qualify. And, boy, I'll tell you, I rarely get the flu or even colds anymore. So... Uh, they doctors ran studies years ago, and the grape is really uh, has really done some good. It sure has helped me. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Mary again. Hi, Mary. Another thing I I heard they're using is a, a shot of radiation to the lungs that's helping as well. Mm. So. Yeah, you know, well, it, yes, treating the lungs either with the nebulizers or or even yeah. straight up radiation treatment. Yeah. So there's all kinds of new things out there. So I, you know, take your poison. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an interesting way to put it, Mary. Thank you very much. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. I guess. I, you know, this is just me, and and if you've listened to the show long enough, you'll you'll get where I'm going with it. Rob will get where I'm going with it. I don't, I am not going to, I'm going to be very skeptical if any group or government entity pushes any one of those options ahead of another. Um, if If all of a sudden, whether it be the federal government, whether it be other groups, uh, political or otherwise, start saying, oh, well, you have to take the vaccine. Yeah, those other things, no, 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 no. you got to do that. Or any of the other things, if, if, if anybody starts pushing the treatment and not the vaccine, I'm going to be very skeptical. So I guess my, my point to all this is I'm going to do what I think is the correct choice for me. And I think and I'd like to hope that other people will do their due diligence and do what's best for them. Again, if we are given options, research the options Mm -hmm. right now. We can't research the vaccine because it's not out there, but you can start researching the other things, including the grape. I'm all for more wine. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Jamie from Richland. And, uh, Hi, Jamie. What's up? Vaccines. Oh, I just was listening to your discussion about uh, vaccines. And one of the things I've studied is this thing called CRISPR. 
And so I'm a little concerned about it with the um, attempted overthrow, I think, of China, <laughs> of our country, um, and um, just some bad actors maybe inside our own country that they would use CRISPR. It cuts open the DNA, and you can insert other things. Have you looked look at that or heard about that? I, I know of, of what it is and that, uh, you know, what it's meant to be used for um, to... Uh, and and you you do kind of describe it in a good way. It does kind of uh, go after a section of DNA, and what it's meant to do is to take away damaged parts of DNA or or what and and replace it with uh, healthy parts, RNA. Um, I'm with you. I don't know. You know. You know. I like to wear my tinfoil hat. I don't know about necessarily conspiracies surrounding CRISPR and the use of it. I, I do know this. When we start messing with DNA, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know about that um, for a lot of reasons. Appreciate the call, though. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. You can send us an email by going to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or comment. Final segment coming up. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610KONA. Final a few minutes of your Monday afternoon. Thanks to our good friends at Perfection Tire. Four locations in the Tri Cities to serve you. Locally owned and operated and have been since they started decades ago. Always doing their best to serve you with low prices and adhering to all state guidelines for your safety. Find out why their name says it all. Perfection Tire. Like you said, you can visit any of the four locations in town or visit their website, perfectiontire.com. Going right to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, hi. This is uh, James Penner. I'm outside of uh, West Richland. What's on your mind, James? Well, uh, strap on your tinfoil hats. I got a, a fact and then a couple questions. Fire away. The fact, the fact is, that as you grow older, and the, and the older gentleman who was talking, I don't know if he's older or not. He sounded older about the grapes. But as you grow older, you uh, do not get so sick with colds is because you've had a lot of them already. So you already have the immunities to them. It's going through old, and it's the coronavirus. And it's going through the through the old folks like a hot knife through butter, which makes me ask, has it been mutated? And um, if it has, was it, uh, uh, I mean, you could say, was it intentional or accidental? And, and, and I'll let you just, you know, take that and run with it. Like I said, strap on your tin, tin hat. There we go. Appreciate the call. Hey, we're always good for, at least I am, sometimes Rob is, a good conspiracy theory. Um, well, it, it's it's not... It's not so much of a conspiracy theory. I mean, Rob, you you told us that you had knowledge that there were different strains of COVID nineteen, yeah. East Coast and West Coast and, a, and how, a Midwest. However, keep the you gotta keep this in mind too. Is this, someone brought up a little bit earlier talking about the flu? The flu has over five hundred different mutations. Yeah. 
COVID-19 does not, as, that we are aware of. Not They're, that many, no. no. Not, not that many. They're, they've also said, most people that have been researching this, there's been some word that's that's kind of filtered out, and you got to do some digging for it, is that this mutates a little slower. So it's given the medical community a little bit more time to play catch-up mm-hmm. because it hasn't had the type of vast mutation that, say, the flu does. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Yeah, hi there. This is Mark from Pasco. Uh, I'll be quick. Apple cider vinegar, a shot in an 8-ounce glass, cut it with apple juice or cran apple, whatever you want to do, uh, but it's the best thing for your digestive system. I had Giardia, which is a parasite from drinking dirty water, and that was 20 years ago, and several operations, intestine removal parts, and I've drank that for 20 years, and the doctor uh, over in Seattle recommended that highly for your digestive tract. So I'm a full believer in apple cider vinegar. Absolutely no doubt. I know as kids we used to we used to do something similar with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got fantastic properties. And like I said, it is a great base for your ribs before you put the rub on. <laughs> Back to the barbecue always. I, you know Barbecue is as part of Americana as anything else. That's right. Five four seven one six ten. We got a couple minutes left. Uh, time for you to to get into uh, the conversation. A lively one. Appreciate everybody. Uh, you know, tuning in and and uh, and and voicing their opinions. And again, we we have options. You do. We don't know. I, I you know, there's anecdotal stuff, and we certainly don't have any you know real hard data with vaccines yet. But we have options, and you know, hopefully, we will be able to still choose between a vaccine and a treatment, even if it is. More wine. (laughs) (laughs) And and apple cider vinegar. That's right. Um, We want to get our poll question out to you one more time. Which of these would you feel more comfortable taking? It's what we've been discussing for the last hour. Upon approval from the FDA, through studies, clinical trials, and the results, would you be more comfortable taking a vaccine or a prescription drug treatment? You can answer the poll question at bottom line 610 or at 610KONA Radio, both on Twitter. Final thoughts? You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Chuck from Kennewick. So, what's going on, Chuck? Uh, frontline doctors. If you haven't heard of them, look them up. They just had a uh, news report where a bunch of them said that this coronavirus uh, or SARS has been around since 2005 and has uh, similar symptoms, and there is a cure for it. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I mean, that we didn't even go down that road either, that uh, certainly there are coronaviruses that have been around for a while. This one is different. Um, we have mentioned before that the official name of COVID-19 is SARS-CoV-19. Mm-hmm. We know that SARS has been around. We know that it, uh, it hits... Uh, Oriental nations uh, very hard uh, before China and, and even into Japan and other places. So, yeah, this this is a derivative of it. It's a cousin. Um, so, yes. So when you're looking at treatments and even a vaccine, they're going to look at the history of other coronaviruses and SARS. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but it, like I said, it's a cousin, which makes me... Um, 
saying pretty positively that we'll be able to get a handle on this sooner rather than later. That's the bottom line. Afternoon report next.